Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jake Hirschman. This will be the Life in the Front Office podcast with Seattle University's MSBL program presenting the Sports Biz Leaders Mindset Series and super excited to be with Ryan Gustafson, uh, sports executive and formerly the president of Seattle Dragons uh, for the XFL. And Ryan's a, a board member for the Seattle program and excited to talk to him about his experience in the industry um, and his path to where he is now and, and everything he's learned uh, in between. So Ryan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate you having me and uh, excited to chat with you. Absolutely. So let's just kind of start off. I mean, definitely uh, have the education background for sure, uh, Harvard and and um, you know, you've been able to really trailblaze a path uh, in the sports industry and, and have some really cool experiences along the way. Um, share a little bit of, of how you got started and, um, you know, what, what you've learned along the way. Yeah. So I think, you know, when I was in college, I, I went to Puget Sound. So really similar school to Seattle U and um, was uh, played baseball there. So, you know, I always wanted to work in sports and I didn't quite know what that meant at the time, but um, was lucky enough after uh, undergrad working in sales for the Seahawks and the Sounders who were just starting at the time. Um, and then I went to business school, you mentioned at uh, Harvard and just, you know, at that time, uh, business analytics was really, you know, just starting to take off in the industry. Um, so I had an opportunity to work in baseball for a while uh, with the San Diego Padres um, overseeing their analytics and strategy. And then, you know, just again, it, in this industry, it's always uh, serendipitous. So I, I had a chance to move home to, work for the Sounders again. And, um, you know, that was really in a more executive level oversight of all the, the revenue areas. Um, and then, you know, most recently with the XFL, just the, the chance, the awesome chance to build something in my hometown and uh, learn a lot along the way. Um, you know, I think as far as like what I've learned, I think the most important thing is always to look for opportunities that are going to help continue to grow you as a leader and as a person. Um, that's how I've always prioritized and then, you know, where you can have an impact. Um, I think the areas of the business that most interest you uh, and the opportunities that you can really have an impact both on the business and within the community that you're working on. Um, those are the things that are most important to me and, and uh, how I've always looked at my career. And I think, you know, are, are great uh, is a great lens for young people to look at how they pursue their own career vision. And starting with the Padres and kind of, you know, you, you mentioned analytics and strategy was kind of really starting to take off then. I mean, you had to be a leader in that space and, and making an impact in the organization. Um, from a leadership perspective, what are some things that you've learned from, you know, when you went from the Padres to uh, the Sounders and then ultimately to the Dragons and building something from scratch? From a leadership perspective, uh, did, did your mindsets change along the way? You know, I think that like when I was working in uh, strategy and analytics, it was always about finding the, the, the right mix of information to make informed decisions. Um, and that was really my job to inform decision makers on what was going on in the business to help them uh, make better decisions. As I've kind of had the opportunity to grow in a more of a leadership role overseeing, you know, different areas of the business. Um, to me, like the most important thing is always the people. Uh, the people that are working in an organization, that they're all aligned towards a vision, they believe in the organization itself, and that they're motivated to, to achieve that vision. So, you know, I think that um, while I've always have a more analytical mindset, 
as it relates to looking at how to make business decisions. To me, the most important thing an organization can do is hire really great people, um, you know, allow them to do their jobs with autonomy and motivate them to succeed. You mentioned having a vision and having a vision for where you were going to go. I know you mentioned Puget Sound and kind of that was your your start in, in playing sports. Um, what was the vision you had early on and, and has that changed along the way? You know, I think that it's I don't know that I had a great uh, wrap my, you know, wrap around what exactly I wanted to do. I think I wanted to do something that I woke up every day feeling excited about. And that's how I started in sports. Um, and to me, the the way that it's changed is that sports is an incredible platform to to make an impact. You know, you see it just in our world today with the unfortunate, you know, COVID-19 pandemic and how much people miss sports as part of their everyday lives. Um, it brings them happiness. It unites people and communities together. And I think that's something that has uh, grown to be such a huge part of it for me is being part of organizations that make that impact um, that bring happiness to people's lives. And I think that, you know, sports is the best way to do that. And, you know, as, as you're bringing happiness, you're impacting, um, you're also having to try and get better each day, you know, yourself, right. Personally and professionally um, you went to graduate school and that's certainly one way to do it. Um, and certainly a, a way in which can afford you opportunities to network and um, obviously further educate, but then, you know, gain different experiences through interns, internships, et cetera. Is there something that when you went to Harvard that you um, either took away from a, a lesson standpoint or something that you, you know, constantly do, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, et cetera, uh, that you, you constantly try and better yourself? Yeah, I, I think that last point is the right one is always be have a hunger for learning, you know, uh, having a humble attitude, um, approaching each opportunity with, uh, you know, an open mind to learn new things. Um, that's probably the lesson that I learned most, not just that in business school, but throughout my career is, you know, um, approach opportunities that, you know, are going to help you learn and grow. Um, always have an open mind to, to growing as a person and as a leader um, and approach things with a humble attitude of, you know, wanting to continue to be better, no matter what the circumstances, um, whether in your successes or in your failures, you can always control how you react to things and continuing to want to improve and be better as a person and, and as a leader is the right approach to doing that. And, and having that mindset and for anyone who has that mindset, right, you're constantly wanting to do more, do bigger, do better, right? And, and ultimately become a leader in whatever facet of the business that you're in, um, whether it's sports or not, right? And, and as you look at other leaders that have either been around you or ones that you've interacted with, um, what are the kind of the common traits amongst the leaders? And then also, what's the biggest kind of misconception of leadership as you are going to uh, try and chase that? Yeah, I mean, I think the best leaders that I've worked for, worked with are authentic to who they are. Um, everyone has their own style, their own personality. And they, you know, once the best leaders are the ones that recognize their own strengths and more importantly, recognize their own weaknesses and surround themselves with people that are complementary to them. So, you know, what, whatever your strengths are, whether you're more sales oriented or more data oriented or whether you're introverted or extroverted, everyone is different. And I think the misconception is, is that leaders fit a, a specific mold. They are loud, boisterous, extroverted, you know, rah, rah leaders. 
when that's, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, there certainly are leaders that are like that and really successful ones, but anybody can be a great leader, no matter the personality type. I happen to be much more introverted than most people are. And I think that there's a lot of things that I recognize about what that means. And, you know, again, recognizing strengths and weaknesses inherent in somebody's personality um, and being vulnerable enough to realize uh, what you need to complement yourself with to be successful. Um, and then being authentic enough to who you are to, to just be the best leader that you can be is uh, the right attitude to have. No, that's great. And, you know, we're both baseball guys. Sometimes the quietest guys were able to still be leaders on the field just by performing, right? They didn't have to be the one that had to break the huddle or pump everyone up um, or, or, you know, be the, be the loudest guy on the bench. It was maybe the one who always made, you know, every routine play, right. Was just kind of that fundamental guy, um, you know, on the field and, and off. Um, so as you look back to your playing experience, is there something that you take from, from playing and something that you learned uh, from, you know, a young age uh, in a team environment that has then helped you say, in the, let's say your last experience uh, building something from scratch and building a team. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, just because it's such a top of mind thing in today's world, especially with, with what's going on um, is uh, how to respond to adversity and being resilient. I think team sports um, teaches you that from a young age, you know, you're not going to win every game. Things are going to go wrong. Um, you're going to have an off day. Uh, and I think that one of the most um, consistent traits of successful people or successful organizations is the ability to be resilient during difficult times to take adversities, turn them into opportunities. And so, you know, obviously my most recent job was with the XFL and it uh, suspended a couple weeks ago. Um, so that's, you know, a tough circumstance, but um, having a uh, resilience through those adverse times are what is going to make you successful in the long run. And so I think that that sports definitely taught me that at a young age, but it's, it's something that it's still difficult and a challenge every day to make sure when tough times come that you are, you know, thinking about them as opportunities and not just adversities. And from an adversity perspective in school, maybe you're not going through as much adversity just because you're not out in the working world yet. But when you think back to your education, whether it was, you know, Puget Sound or Harvard or someone who's in the Seattle program, um, you know, a degree is a degree, but you got to make the most of it. So how, you know, what advice and insights do you have for those that are currently in a grad program or even an undergrad that are, you know, trying to make the most of their education and, and their time and experience on campus? Yeah. I mean, I think that it's trying to get as much learning experience as possible, not just during class, but outside of it, um, whether it's volunteering, whether it's approaching organizations about doing, um, you know, uh, work just as an intern or just as a project-based work for school or whatever. Um, I think getting as much real-world experience as possible um, because not only does it help you get your foot in the door for the, the job, uh, but it also helps you understand what it is that you are really good at and what it is that you're really interested in. So getting a, a different experience across areas of the business. I mean, I wanted to work in baseball operations when I was in college, even when I was in business school. Um, and I realized across time that, you know, my skill set and, and the career path that I was going to go down, you know, wasn't going to lead me down there right away. And it doesn't mean that I won't eventually do it. Um, but that's something that, you know, you have to look at all the opportunities and what you're good at and what interests you and getting experience outside the classroom is going to help you do that. 
And you mentioned the baseball operations piece. I mean, there's so many different aspects to the business, right? So if you're sitting in your president chair and you're understanding, okay, how is the wheel going to work, right? And how is it going to go around? Um, you know, what are the things that you learned from your different roles that then you further understood later on how to then manage those types of people because you were then, you know, once in, in those shoes? Um, I think it's just things change so rapidly. Uh, I think just look at the last two months in our world where I was telling the story the other day, uh, you know, mid-February with the Seattle Dragons, we had 30,000 people at our home opener and, you know, the XFL had so much great feedback going on. And then this situation happens and, you know, here we are just a couple months later. And I think that while this is an extreme example of that, uh, throughout my career, I've seen that the only constant is change and uh, you have to be adapted to it. You have to, you know, understand, analyze situations, have the right information, have the right people around you um, to adapt to the change and make the most of it. And the best run organizations with the best leaders are innovative in the way that they look at change. They are constantly learning and growing and trying new things, even if it means making mistakes, not being afraid of those mistakes and, and using them as, uh, you know, ways to get better over the long run. You know, as you think about some of the, the ways you, you know, learn from others, whether it's good or bad, right? You were mentioning getting as much experience as possible. Um, it's the same thing with leaders, right? Or, or for coaches that you played for, right? If you were ever going to be a coach, you would then understand, okay, I like this, this, and this from this coach, and this guy was terrible at this. And, um, you know, you put, I kind of put everything together in a blender and you kind of have your philosophy to some extent. Um, as, you know, young aspiring professionals are moving throughout the, the industry, what are the one or two things that they just may not know, right? Cause sometimes you just don't know what you don't know, but what are the, the couple things that maybe they need to have a heightened sense of awareness of when they are operating within, you know, a larger organization or a smaller one and dealing with different types of leaders um, so that they can be prepared to take advantage of an opportunity in the future. Yeah. I think everybody has their own style and everybody has their own strengths and weaknesses as leaders. And I think one thing I've tried to always do is observe everyone I've worked with or everyone I've worked for that's in a leadership role. What are the things they do really well? And what are the things that, you know, I, I think that I would maybe do differently. But at the end of the day, it's about being yourself uh, and about continuing to learn and develop as a leader. So as long as you have that attitude, no matter who you work for or who you work with, because there's, there's going to be good leaders and there's going to be bad leaders, uh, you can always learn from each of them. Uh, everybody can teach you something. And you're going to continue to hone and develop your own skill set over time and to be the best leader that you can possibly be yourself. And again, being authentic to who you are is the most important aspect of it. But there are certain things that as long as you recognize your own strengths and weaknesses and the, uh, you know, the good and the bad around people that you've worked with and worked for, yeah, you can always be better. And I think that's the most important thing. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, kind of one, one last question as we wrap up the episode and in that um, obviously things are going to change from a virtual, you know, virtual standpoint and um, different working styles, working environments as a leader, uh, how do you adapt and how do you understand the different communication styles and, and how much more uh, importance there is around it? Not that it wasn't important before, right. But, but it, it is heightened. Uh, from an awareness perspective and um, you know you mentioned adversity before there's going to be plenty of people who succeed and also fail throughout these these types of uh, moments of adversity 
as, as you think about the communication um, or the adaptability to certain situations, what's something that you're focusing on from uh, not only a per- personal professional development standpoint, but a, but a leadership and, and mindset perspective? Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I've, I've always looked at every challenge to be an opportunity. Um, and this particular challenge is an opportunity to, to learn about, um, you know, different areas of the business or uh, an opportunity to spend more time with family because, you know, of the world we live in today um, or the opportunity to learn new uh, about something new about other people and their communication styles. So I think that, you know, it's certainly a challenge and the world, you know, is going to look different even when this you know, pandemic has hopefully subsided. Um, I think that it's, it's the most innovative people uh, with the, the biggest hunger to learn that are going to uh, really thrive in that. You look back to the reception, recession in 2008, 2010, and all the companies that were, that were built during that two-year period, two period of time. It's actually unbelievable. And that's because times of adversity really push people to think differently, uh, push people to be innovative. And if you have that mindset of looking at every every day as a, uh, this challenge through this challenge as an opportunity to do something special, um, that's you know that's how to be successful throughout this. And I think communication is going to be something that is going to be forever different. But um, just being mindful of it and doing everything you can to control what what you can um, and and be better for it is all you can really do. Uh, that's that's amazing. And and as you think to um, you know, last thing would be you know your 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 kind of outlook on the future and and you know in terms of um something that you you would be able to give to students of you know how to uh, make the most of you know networking or talking to different individuals um having the opportunity to pick people's brains uh that of something that maybe they do or don't like um how can they learn and kind of weed through the process of, of selecting a, a career path to some extent um, through others and not just experiences? Yeah. I mean, I think that this, this uh, area that we're in right now, this um, has a, a unique opportunity where people are finding new ways to engage and, you know, from a networking perspective, reaching out to new people um, and coming at it from the standpoint of just wanting to learn from them um, and not wanting something from them. Um, I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. So connecting people, offering up to be helpful where you can, um, learning about their career path, learning about things that you may may like or not like about it, and just having a good grasp around what are the different areas of the business that you might be interested in, you know, uh, traditional team and league side agencies, brands, what function is it marketing? Is it sales operations, finance? There's so many different, uh, areas that to potentially get into and it's okay to not know. And when you, when you get into it and it's okay to change, but always be evaluating what your vision is and what is most important to you, um, what you're good at and what excites you. And that's, that's ever evolving. And, um, as long as you continue to learn and grow, you're, you're going to be just fine. Well, we really appreciate your time on the podcast and uh, being a part of the Sports Biz Leaders uh, Mindset Series with Seattle U's MSBL program and and certainly appreciate the time and look forward to uh, whatever the future brings. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it.